Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to week 33 of this year, 2022. We are going to hear all about the week starting the 15th of August, Monday the 15th, and then I'll jump back in for our meditation and um, hoping that everyone is here well, safe, happy, healthy, and is flowing with the incredible energy that is now available to us. Pam, what's in store? That's a good way to look at it, the incredible energy that is now available to us. And, and it really is. It's, it's, about, it's about change. It's about creativity. And I think as I've personally been deepening into it more and more, which is as an astrologer, you know, we we look at the big pictures and we imagine what can happen or what it might look like. But one of the realities of being in a time of such incredible change is whatever our pictures or preconceptions are of what is unfolding is going to surprise us. It's just, there is a quality to it, which just is not predictable. So where we are in this space and time in mid-August is Jupiter is still retrograde. So as I've said, it's, it's not really time you want to initiate a business. As far as uh, real estate ventures, it can be a good time to buy because it's not always a great time to sell. It sort of depends on, uh, if you look at Jupiter retrograde, you're looking at the value of the commodity is diminished or not seen in the light in which it uh, is seen when it's direct. So that can be positive or negative, depending on what we're talking about. But in real estate, generally, uh, the thought is you want to sell your business or property when Jupiter's direct, because then it seems as though it has tremendous value, which it may well have anyway. When Jupiter's retrograde, it's just it's viewed differently. Uh, People also, they feel there's not as much money to move around. So we're certainly witnessing that in 
stock market for people who track or follow that sort of thing. Um, but once again, I mean, I am not a financial advisor with astrology, but depending on what you invest in, it could be a good time to buy because things that have value are not perceived as having the same value. So I'm not saying rush out there and buy a whole boatload of a certain stock or, or digital coin or whatever. But if you do, if you're a person who researches this, really understands it, then we can take advantage of when things are in low places. So that's a theme with Jupiter retrograde that's going to be going on through uh, November. And I think it's just something to be aware of, depending on what you're doing. Now, the other reason I'm mentioning this is that on Monday the 15th is there's a picture in the sky between the moon and Jupiter, which happens in the wee hours in the early morning. And it actually is an auspicious moment in time. It can be when we're feeling a, a bit of generosity, when we're feeling opportunities, when we see things going our way, and we can take advantage of that. But the caveat, the thing to be aware of over today and tomorrow is that whatever you engage in, in a situation, conversation, strategy, it's very important that you're willing to negotiate and hold whatever your personal power is in certain situations. Otherwise, we can feel as though we're swept up into somebody else's seduction or idea. And no one ever likes feeling manipulated unless you're really enjoying a therapeutic session on a massage table. So, which can be a good thing to do as well on Monday. Uh, the moon is in the sign of Aries. And when the moon is in Aries, people get, especially fire and air people, they get very hot or engaged in something that they're doing or, or inspired by or interested in. So, things can move very quickly. They don't necessarily stay. Uh, so if you're in a situation where people seem very engaged about something that just isn't capturing you in the same way, you don't have to feel as though you're getting swept by the tsunami. Realize that this can change. And unless it's something that you have to buy into or sign up for right at that point in time, know that it may ebb and switch and change as time goes on. So if everybody is really excited about going to the new whatever down the street, you don't have to go if you're really not feeling it because that kind of momentum can happen and just diminish as time goes on. Tuesday the 16th has similar energy with that Aries moon. The thing that gets really a little more of a pressure cooker as we get into afternoon, late afternoon, is 
as the moon dances in geometric uh, position with the planet Pluto. So when this happens, some of us may feel more and more that sense of, oh, you know, a power struggle or someone's really putting the blocks to me, or it can be within self, as those who've listened to me hear me say many times. I mean, one of our biggest obstacles in this lifetime comes from within us. What are what are the forces, the the complexes, the things in our unconscious that trip us up, that get us in situations that feel familiar but not in a comfortable way? If that's coming up for you, it's an opportunity to look at it and say, is this real or is this something I'm just feeling or engaging in because it's familiar. And oftentimes, if we can actually identify it, we can sidestep it and not fall into a trap or a pattern that has been habitual. And this is an opportunity always for self-growth. At 4.18 p.m. Eastern time, the moon goes void, of course. And when the moon goes void, of course, it no longer makes geometric aspects to another planet while it's in a certain sign. So in this case, it's Aries, and it sails along through most of the evening until 10.22 p.m. when it enters the sign of Taurus. So what does that mean as we have early evenings through Uh, basically late evening with the moon void, of course, in the sign of Aries. Well, what it can mean is uh, a real sense of wanting to do this, do that, take action here, exercise, run, walk. Uh, A lot of people want to be active in some way. For some of us, that means watching a sports event or doing something that uh, allows us a sense of, hey, I'm moving from point A to point B. And that's absolutely fine. The thing to keep in mind with the void, of course, is that it's better to do something that has already been planned or work on things that are already in motion. It's not an ideal time to decide, hey, I'm going to go to that um, that exercise class for the first time. I haven't tried it before because the odds are you're not going to continue to go or the class has been canceled or something, you know, has come up. But in in a case of, yeah, you know, it's it's a good night to walk. I, I need to walk a few times a day. Excellent evening for that kind of activity. Once the moon enters the sign of Taurus in the later evening, it, it's in Taurus for the next couple of days. And this is actually a really good energy to work with that sense of completion integration that we are experiencing in this waning moon cycle. So anything that you have been needing to wrap up or continue with, uh, things that require focus, um, looking at pieces that need attention, whether it's in the physical realm or property or finances or really getting down that new food routine you're doing or pulling in your garden might be another piece, uh, creative projects. 
highly productive days when we work on things that we have been working on and we know where we're going with them. The moon in Taurus likes to do things that aren't going to surprise us. You know, maybe, oh, wow, that's interesting. If I add blue to this point in the painting, that can be a surprise, but not necessarily doing something that's a radical shift from what is comfortable and gives us a sense of staying with a process. Things that you can actually stay with and accomplish and step back from and observe while you're sipping your cup of tea or coffee, those are the activities that are most productive on Wednesday and on Thursday. Wednesday morning, some of us may have a experience, a, a sense of not feeling appreciated or not feeling as though we're getting the money, the love, the acknowledgements that we deserve. Just settle into those feelings if that's what you're experiencing and give yourself some love, acknowledgement, affection, attention. And sometimes when this comes up, it's a reminder, yeah, it really is time for me to uh, get that acknowledgement, gain that respect, talk to someone about um, how I need to be paid more, or compensated more, or whatever the fairness level is. I wouldn't do it at that point in time. But it is important to recognize whatever it is that's coming up for you so that then you can choose a good opportunity time on which to broach the subject and or uh, in some cases it might be move away from certain relationships or friendships because they just are not equitable. As the day continues, especially once we get past noon, uh, that productivity is wonderfully high. The other thing I always say when the moon is in Taurus, be sure that you feed yourself foods that, I mean, in general, we should do this all the time. But with Taurus, we really want to savor our food. We really want to appreciate our meals. And uh, I, for some of us, being with people and having those conversations adds to the deliciousness of actually eating. Thursday, the 18th, the moon is, yeah, the moon is still in the sign of Taurus. And it still is in this really good juice of productivity. So I see this as being a, a very good day, as was Wednesday, the 17th for hitting the finish line with certain projects, really getting that sense of uh, alignment and in the zone of things that you want to accomplish and make happen. The other thing that is important about Thursday is we can get inspiration flashes in the morning. And it is highly necessary to make sure you're partnering 
and working with people who are willing to take responsibility for the commitment of what needs to get done. And this includes yourself. If there's something you're working on achieving or you want to make happen, make sure that you're doing your due diligence to make that happen. This isn't pie in the sky energy. This is pretty much if you're going to get that done, you need to work that channel. You need to you need to put your shoulder in it and bring it to fruition. And those who do are rewarded. August the 19th, Friday, the moon is void, of course, as of 7.06 a.m. So early morning, uh, pre-dawn for some of us, depending on where we are, still highly productive time. Once the moon goes void, it's void until 8.06 a.m. when it enters Gemini. Now, this is the fasten your seatbelt here we go day <laughs> because moon and gemini is buzzing around making those conversations and connections checking out the neighborhood doing what needs to be done to actualize and make things happen it's also a highly auspicious day because it does have around it a lot of jupiterian energy now as I said earlier, Jupiter being retrograde, sometimes what happens is we make these connections, we have these conversations, we create plans, and things don't absolutely get off the ground then. But it's still a really good day to be connecting the dots and pulling in these ideas, conversations, networking, ways people come together to inspire and be catalysts for whatever the overall goal or vision is. Very, very dynamic day. And this goes into Saturday the 20th. Also very fast moving. Mars moves into Gemini which frees it from its little stint in Taurus. And so what happens is we make the segue from I'm putting my um, my shoulder to the grindstone and I'm just uh, working on this thing at my own pace. No one can rush me. Once Mars goes into Gemini, then we can actually move gears and decide, oh, well, maybe if I have a companion, this can move faster. Or if I share this idea with so-and-so, then that can happen. Still in the waning moon cycle because the new moon doesn't happen yet. But what is happening is we are in this place where we can really, really do that like final spurt to the finish line. And that's that's going over this weekend. So for some of us, it's projects or things that we've got in motion. For other people, it's like, oh, I've got to see so-and-so. The summer is almost ending. We've got to do this and we've got to do that. So it, it does have a charge about it as being this 
Ooh, getting close to the last weekends of summer. And so that can be a lot of what happens. We have to make time for play. And yes, we have to make time for play because Moon and Gemini is curious. It is playful. It is, it works its digits to kind of, oh, let me touch this or or reach out to that or connect to her. And whatever that is that you're following, it's it's like the, oh, the image I'm getting is, it's like the kid chasing fireflies. And this is the, I'm going to tell a very quick story. <laughs> uh, I had a big jar when my kid uh, was little, and that jar was exclusively for catching fireflies and there was this little boy who was visiting the neighborhood and he was so excited the kids were running around catching the fireflies and then towards the end of the evening I unscrewed the top there were of course holes in the top of the jar I unscrewed the top and my daughter released all the fireflies and you saw this little boy's face it was like what are you doing <laughs> but <clears throat> anyway, so that's the kind of energy that's just about curious, running, exploring, and then sharing knowledge with someone else. Because as we explained to the little boy, you, you can't keep them in the jar. You know, they're supposed to fly around. They need to breathe. They need to mate. They need to do what they do. <laughs> then he understood. So this is, I think it's going to be a fun, playful, lovely weekend, but it can also be highly productive depending on how you want to use it. And Sunday, the 21st of August, uh, Moon is still in Gemini, still cooking along, still making all those connections. Uh, make sure if you've got any plans in the morning that everybody's on the same page, that you have directions of where you're going, because there can be little points of confusion about that. But we are in this lovely uh, space from around 11 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the evening for people who want to use it this way. Fun is essential this particular weekend. And now I turn it over to Susie. Ah, the queen of fun. <laughs> yes. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Let's dive into our meditation. And I invite everyone, put a smile on your face and let's have some fun. While we do talk and contemplate, meditation is contemplation. Meditation doesn't mean we're just sitting quietly and and necessarily focusing on emptiness meditation means you're also contemplating so we can contemplate as we do every week on a particular aspect something about life something about spirituality so let us contemplate on human life just bring all of your energy into the center of your being Feel yourself just taking a few deeper breaths and just settling in. And as we settle in, 
let's just contemplate on the preciousness, the specialness, the really amazing and wonderful opportunity that we have of being human, of being a physical human being on this planet. And we can say, yes, the planet is full of billions of people. But when we think about sentient beings, when we think about living beings, there are many, 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 many more other beings other than humans on this planet. Just think of all of the insects that are in perhaps your backyard or in the forest or in your country. We are talking about so many huge numbers of living beings. And in that way, the number of human beings is actually quite low. So if you have an understanding or a belief or a scientific understanding of reincarnation or of energy being boundless, no beginning, no end, then we can understand that there are many other life forms that we can become. We could become a butterfly for a couple of days or an ant or a snake or a deer or a dog or a whale or a turtle that can live hundreds and hundreds of years. But right now in this lifetime, if you are listening to me, it's probably clear that you're a human being. And we are very, very different to the creatures around us. We're very different to the trees. We're very different to the elephants. We're very different to the fireflies. And we have this precious, precious opportunity now in this lifetime to be here as human beings, to be here and to develop ourselves spiritually, to develop ourselves with loving kindness. And we can certainly do that by being lighthearted and by having some fun. Life is serious for sure, but we can also approach it with that, that lightness of being, the lightness of being, knowing that everything here, everything is impermanent. Our lives are impermanent. Even the planet itself is impermanent. Most likely our universe is also impermanent. And how do we approach that? How do we spiritually understand that? So just for a few moments now, let's just really contemplate the auspicious and exquisiteness of this human life. How very, very special it is that I am alive right now as a human being. How very auspicious it is that I am alive now as a human being with all of the opportunities of my mind, of my body, of my spirit. 
all of the opportunities of my creativity, of my development, of my relationship to the world at large, to all of the other beings. How exquisite and special it is that we can encounter in this life all of this as a human being. And we know very clearly that being a human being, we have choices, we have decisions, we have ways that we can spend our time. And perhaps now is a good time for us to contemplate how do I spend my time? How often am I wasting my time? How often am I not using my time? How often am I just swallowed up by the time? So just take a moment now as here we are together meditating, we could say praying, we could say expressing gratitude for this precious human life and just taking a moment to really understand the spiritual purpose, the meaning of this life and all of the opportunities that I have in this life to make it meaningful, to allow for spiritual development. All of the opportunities that I have to be of righteous mind, to be of good use in this world, to help others to be in a place of loving kindness in every moment in my heart? How am I able to cease the suffering of other beings of our planet at large to cease my own suffering? How am I able to really know my mind As we just allow ourselves to, again, feel the preciousness of this human life, endowed with all of our qualities, this amazing intellect that we have, all of the knowledge that we have accumulated, all of the incredible things that we have seen and done. This incredible human being, full of ability, full of potential, full of miracles. And really allow yourself to feel the true blessing 
of being a human. Of being a human who in every single moment you are able to make decisions that either increase suffering on the planet and your own suffering or help to dissipate the suffering. Whether we're making very simple choices or really, really big life decisions. Always looking at what is it? What is it that I can do right now that will be the most beneficial, not just for myself, not just for me, but for all beings. And we hold this loving kindness and we hold this collective thought for all beings. We hold it in our hearts. We hold it in our mind. We hold it in our spirit. And again, we express gratitude and awareness of this precious human life, this precious potential to be here now in loving kindness. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Pam, for another week of a fabulous forecast. And we look forward to being with you again next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, ActiveSpirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.